Welcome to Talent Pop Podcast, where we will provide tips and strategies for success in sales, networking, marketing, and business. We will be learning from real stories that will inspire you to unlock your potential, discover your talents, and develop the confidence to take action on your biggest dreams. We are focused on empowering women to connect their passions with their purpose to find true fulfillment. It's time to pop off, queens. Pop off, queens! Hi, welcome to Talent Pop. It's your host, Amanda O'Connell, and I have a special guest today. Her name is Hagar Spitz, and she is the general manager of Pulsen Moore Americas. Welcome. Thank you, Amanda. Great to be here. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. And I am so intrigued to hear more about your company. You're in the health tech space. I'd love to hear just more about um, your career path, kind of how you became a business leader on the health tech side. And yeah, yeah, sure. So first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. Um, so I, I truly do love healthcare. And um, when I started, uh, I went to study biomedical engineering. Uh, and I did that not because I wanted to be a biomedical engineer, but because I always wanted to have a seat at the table. Uh, I wanted to make sure that whether I'm speaking to engineers or technology people or salespeople, um, I'm always part of the conversation. I love that. That's so empowering. <laughs> it's uh, well, I think it's it's a um, it's an important piece of of the puzzle in terms of getting into well, at least was yeah. part of my my part of the puzzle of getting into where I am. Definitely. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, in the industry, I mean, can you talk about that a little bit just in terms of like it does seem like the engineer world and even the health tech space is more like male dominated. Is that, you know, kind of your thinking behind, you know, and I guess I think about, you know, school today. Right. And they're trying to get more females in the STEM programs. And um, was that kind of your thought process behind that as well? Yeah, I mean, in, in many ways, I would say yes. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty used to by now being in rooms that have majority male. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we can also look at it as a as a strength. You know, like Definitely. We are, we're there. We stand out. Um, New ideas spring to the table. Different perspectives. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So I I, I think I uh, I did my best to make the most out of that. Yeah, and yeah. So tell me more about kind of how you found your way into what you're doing and. Obviously, you know, you have a product now that you're working on. So tell me a little bit about that journey and how you kind of got to working on that. Yeah, so um, um, I started off, I spent about six years in different startup organizations Okay. Uh, before uh, I realized it was time for me to go back to school. And then I went on and completed my MBA. Uh, so I did that in both school called INSEAD, it's both in France and Singapore. Oh. Um, that's, by the way, also where I met my husband. He's oh. Dutch. Uh, so after our MBA, we ended up moving back to Amsterdam. Um, and for me, because I wanted to stay in medical device and healthcare, I, uh, I joined Philips Healthcare. Oh, great. Yeah, which, yeah. which was an incredible, incredible journey. Great company. They're huge. Yes. And fantastic renowned. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Their headquarters is uh, is in the Netherlands, uh, mm-hmm. but I did get to uh, relocate with them. So six and a half years ago, we moved from Amsterdam here to uh, to the Boston area. Wow! Yeah. So I spent twelve years with them before switching to my current position in Boston. Oh my gosh! And I guess what was that like? Like you have all this international experience. I mean, what was that like coming over here and the transition? Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I have to say I'm super passionate about 
cultures and about meeting new people. Yeah. And, uh, and the U.S. is, in fact, my, uh, my seventh country to live in. Oh, my goodness. Um, so it was, it was fantastic moving here. We got to, to know new people, um, different ways of doing business, different way of, um, of making friends, even. Yeah. Uh, so it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Wow. And how did you find your way into the company that you're in now? So this is a really, really funny story because I, uh, my, uh, one of my roles at Philips, I was uh, heading our global ventures for ultrasound. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, as I was looking for insights around new users and new use cases, I, uh, I came across this company, Olson Moore, uh, that is putting ultrasounds in the hand of patients. Uh, so I got so excited at that Whoa. point. I thought this was an incredible, incredible uh, technology. Yeah, and, um, and I reached out on LinkedIn to the CEO and founder and said, hey, when you guys get ready to move to the U.S., please give me a call. Wow. So we, we talked once or twice, but then it kind of died down. They were clearly not ready to go to the U.S., yep. and, and I moved to another role within Philips. And then about a year and a half later, I got a phone call, and, and he said, we're ready to go to the U.S., come join. Oh, my gosh. Well, first of all, I'm very excited about this product because I remember being in those shoes of, you know, the whole pregnancy is like, it's so exciting and you, you can't wait to go to your ultrasound appointment. Right. It's like the thing that you look forward to for weeks, right? It's like weeks and weeks. And then every time you have one, you want to go back, you want to see more, you want the photos. Like it's, it's just such a special time. Yeah. So I had no idea that something like this was even kind of out there right now. Yeah. And I can imagine too, you guys have come across some challenges, like in terms of like maybe even HIPAA, like just being able to get for folks to have that data in hand and just the images and uh, yeah, I, I'm just so so intrigued. Yeah, that so is we exciting. Are, we're <laughs> very early on, I will say. So we're pre FDA. Okay. Uh, and that is why this uh, product is not commercially available in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is available in Israel, and it is now uh, since we closed the partnership with GE Healthcare, it's uh, wow. it's going to expand also in Europe very quickly. I expect. Yep. Um, but I can I can show you. It's, yeah. Uh, it's it's super uh, simple and exciting. So okay. This is, this is a device. This little. Um, and it's it is for personal use. So a mom would keep this at home for the duration of her pregnancy. Okay. Uh, and then she would plug in her own phone. Lock it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and she would be able to either connect directly with her clinician. Uh, or oh, okay. just follow simple five steps uh, that looks something like this. Um, and then those images, as soon as she's done scanning, will be sent over to her clinician for certification. Wow. Um, so it's super, super uh, simple and easy to use. In fact, 98.2 of uh, the scans that come through are good enough for uh, clinical interpretation. Which wow. Which is very, very exciting. Um, yeah. And that, you know, and that makes me think of a lot of things, too, even during the pandemic, right? How, uh, and, you know, during pregnancy, you know, your immune system can be lower and just having to come back and forth. I mean, you know, as you, as you grow, right, it's like having to go into the office and you're going into so many appointments and, um, I feel like it, it it could be cost savings. It could be so many things. Yes. And that's, Um, you're a hundred percent correct, Amanda, like during the pandemic, this, in Israel at least, was a huge, huge game changer for a lot of women that yeah. didn't need to come in for appointments, didn't need to go to an ED where there are a lot of people yep. with COVID at the time, uh, and they could just keep uh, uh, keep at home and, and make sure their babies 
Yeah, and even like um, when I was just thinking of people that could be on bed rest, for example, that yes. may be very difficult for them to get in and out of the office and things like that. And geez, yeah, I think back to, you know, just my pregnancy and how difficult that can be. Um, wow, so that's definitely a game changer. I'm, uh, I'm very excited about it. And, and to be honest, what I'm especially excited about and what was super clear for me when I moved is that this can change the lives of so many women. Yeah. Um, and, and so it was, it was, there was no question in my mind that this is the right move for my career. Yeah. Wow. And I love how a big topic we like to talk about here on the podcast is our passions and kind of following those passions. And I was thinking back into my career a little bit and how, you know, I'm very passionate about the arts and ballet. And I remember reaching out to companies and being very specific with, you know, you just have this vision and this passion and this idea and going, you know, going for the right, you know, person in the right company. And it sounds like you did something similar. Like you kind of had your eye on the prize and you're like, this is what I want. And, and you made those right connections to kind of make that happen. And I think that's really incredible because I, I think a lot of women, like they see, they're like, oh, like, First of all, it's getting to that idea of like, okay, I want to go to this company. Yeah. And then being able to actually make that happen, I think is impressive. Thank you. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I do think that's, that's probably, uh, that's really, really important. And this is what I try to, uh, to, to talk to um, with, with a lot of the women that I've coached through the years. Yeah. I think being proactive and very deliberate and strategic about yes. where you want to go that is such a critical part of getting to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're just going to sit there and wait and hope for things to happen, sometimes they will, but, but also you're right. be prepared that they won't. Sometimes, yeah, things surprise you, yeah. and that could be very interesting and, and, and helpful. But then I also like to say, like, hope is not a strategy. <laughs> I say the same thing. So we're fully aligned. Yep, definitely on the same page with that. And um, I, I guess, like, have you seen or heard stories, testimonials of, you know, women? I, I just love this whole concept of how putting this data in the hands of women, like, it is empowering. And what what's your experience with that, you know, in terms of this whole, like, female empowerment and the future of, you know? Well, I, I personally wish I had this when I had my kids. <laughs> Same. <laughs> that would have made life uh, so, much, uh, so much easier. Yes. Um, but I think especially here in the U.S., there is – huge, huge opportunity to empower so many women. Mm. Uh, the March of Dimes, in fact, just released their 2022 um, uh, report, and they call it Nowhere to Go. And that is mm. because there are close to 5 million women that are in areas with very, very limited maternity care. Oh, and there are also 36% yeah. of counties across the U.S. that have um, no maternity care for the women that are living there. And then to make it even worse, we've seen since 2018, uh, the mortality rates for uh, women due to pregnancy have gone up by 30%. So there is this huge, huge opportunity for us in the U.S. to do better. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think for those women that don't have a choice or don't have money, the ability to take control of their pregnancy mm-hmm. to say, this is the care that I feel I need to get. Mm-hmm. This is what uh, my baby and I need. I think that is extremely, extremely important. And I can't wait for them to, to be able to have access to this. Yeah. And it, it's amazing to see how far just, just technology and then in the healthcare space, 
what you can do with an internet connection. And I, I could, I guess, you know, maybe they would mail these out to women that could be in more, maybe yeah. it's more remote locations or wherever where they may not have access to healthcare as easily, um, or even the clinicians, and even I think about nursing shortages, things like that. Yes, 100%. Um, or where, maternal wow. fetal medicine specialists for women in high-risk pregnancies. Mm-hmm. Um, this would be a great so tell me about your team right now. You're part of the Boston team. You're kind of in a similar space as us where it's a co-work space. Are you growing that team right now? I'd love to hear more about yeah, next steps and where it's going. Yeah, so uh, the company globally has about 80 people. Uh, mm-hmm. And since I joined in April, I started the, the Americas team, and we are six people, so still a very small group. Yeah. Um, we are very busy with, uh, with the FDA work, the okay. FDA submission. And we're also um, participating in events and meeting key opinion leaders in our space and learning more about uh, what would uh, this solution look like uh, in the U.S. economy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, we are hiring at the moment. We have uh, two or three open roles right now, and I think we're adding a few more uh, in Q1. Um, wow, that's really exciting. Yeah, I would, uh, I would love to be able to speak to candidates who, uh, who are passionate about this. And that is, that is, in fact, one of the things that I look for. I yep. look for people that um, that this is what they want to do, that feel very strongly about this Connected. change that we're going to drive. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, I love that you look for passion. Um, I can definitely relate to that. <laughs> and um, I guess in terms of like, yeah, in terms of your team, anything else, I guess, that you would be looking for, like, in terms of background, like maybe, I don't know, like, do, would you need a clinical background or, or more just like, is it kind of geared towards, you know, mom, like people are normal moms? I don't know. <laughs> what do you well, have in I, mind? I will say I I love diversity. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a big, big part of, of who I am and, and living in different countries yes. and meeting different cultures. I, I try to translate the same for my own team. Uh, Great. So we have people with clinical backgrounds and people with different industry backgrounds. Uh, okay. We also have people from different cultures and perspectives. I, I actually personally think that uh, the more perspectives and the more points of view and skill sets we have, the better it is. And often it's not just about a specific individual's fit uh, to a specific role, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's also just fit with the team. How do totally. I see this person interacting with Culture. the rest of the team? How do we, how do we grow uh, mm-hmm. something and make something together? So it's a uh, it's, it's really, really exciting to see um, that magic happens when teams get together. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, I love I love that whole concept of studying that because we're also, you know, building and growing our team too. And it's culture is such a, a huge aspect of that and, like, looking for the right, you know, and sometimes it's so hard to pinpoint. Like, it's yeah. just, it's just a, it's a feeling, you know, it's like maybe the person's attitude or it's just there's something about them that is just. You feel it. Yeah. It's just going to work out really, exactly. really well. Agreed. Exactly. Um, and then I guess, like, do you what advice do you have for women out there? I know you touched on this a little bit, but, you know, women that are either, like, looking for, you know, their passion or I just feel like I talk to a lot of women in the workplace and sometimes they're just so, they don't know where to go. They don't, yeah. they don't know, you know, how to find that next step. And, you know, they kind of doubt themselves as to, like, oh, I don't know what I'm good at and, um, what advice w- would you have? For them? Uh, do, you, do you have an hour? 
we there can. Is, there's, there's, <laughs> well, there's so much that I, I'd love to say to kind yeah. of my young self. Um, yes. I mean, one, it's, it's what we already talked about, which is being really, really deliberate and strategic. Think mm -hmm. about where do you want to be in five years? And then build into that the steps that you need to take in order to get there. Mm -hmm. um, I've been very deliberate with where I wanted to go. And I feel that has helped me a lot. Yep. Uh, and it's not that always there's going to be an obvious choice versus less good choices, but it does help you directionally. And there are many mm -hmm. ways to get to that point. So you shouldn't feel like, okay, there is this one opportunity and I missed it, so now there's no path right. going in there. There are many, many opportunities to get to that point. Yep. Um, the other thing I would say for, for kind of the younger professionals, women that are beginning their career, Mm -hmm. uh, and I would say the same for, for men, to be honest. But it's uh, it's a lot has to do with also picking the right partner. Mm -hmm. um, I think we as women, we have this impossible task of trying to figure it out and, and trying to look at kind of historically what women did and today what women do and yeah. tomorrow what women's role will be. And, and it's, and it's really, changing. Really, yeah, and it's, it's constantly yeah. changing. So um, It's challenging. <laughs> and you really do need to do a good job and it's the single most important decision you ever make uh, yes choosing a partner that sees you as an equal mm -hmm. talk about where you both want to go does it align mm -hmm. uh, does he understand that that, he or she, uh, that that there is a career path here and that mm -hmm. you both should be in a position to, to pursue your dreams yeah, and I, I think about kind of the give and take there, too, because sometimes that can be challenging. Like, you both have goals. Like, so yes. you both have professional goals, but you also have maybe family goals. Yeah. But then somebody needs, like, another, you know, a degree or a certification or to go, you know, relocate somewhere. Like, right. it, it can be such a journey and so challenging. And I have seen, you know, friends of ours, family, you know, go through those types of changes. And that can be really tough, like, in a relationship, too. For sure, hundred <laughs> percent. And and there were times in my career that that I stepped back. Um, yep. And, and that was okay. And there mm -hmm. were times in our career that we got really lucky, like being able to relocate with two jobs. That's that's pretty rare. Yes. Um. So there are always going to be these these steps to take. But yeah. what you need to do as a as a couple is prioritize, uh, mm -hmm. figure out what's important for you, and then fully just go after it. Yeah. And I think like where you're able to kind of give and take that's tricky because I know and even for me like in, and I, I was thinking about fulfillment when you were talking about the pathway and and you were like you know sometimes people think about climbing the corporate ladder and that's where they think they have to go but sometimes it's more about being fulfilled and maybe it's yeah. not a rank or you know climbing a ladder and making it to the top whatever that looks like because what happens when you get there and you're like oh this really doesn't feel good so then, you know, so it, I love that you talked about kind of like being deliberate and, and talking about passion. Yeah. I don't think, I, I don't hear that enough, I feel like. <laughs> I want, you know, I, I, I love hearing when women are, are passionate about what they're doing and it's just, it's so important. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're spending so much time. I, I, I mean, I, like, going back to kind of what kind of qualities in my life, it's really being curious and, mm -hmm. and continuously trying to figure it out. I think it's not... It's not a given, and what you wanted five years ago may no longer be the case now, but you mm -hmm. need to set your eye on, on a target, and you need to work in that direction. Yeah. yeah. And enjoy the ride. 
definitely part of it, right? Definitely. Like, don't always be obsessed with the next step. Enjoy the ride. Yeah. And I have to say, when you mention like your partner, right? And I think about all the business ideas and endeavors, like, you know, my husband and I love to be creative with things and like kind of can take some risks and like we yeah. like we like that type yeah. of lifestyle. I know every couple's a little bit different, but um I think that support is really key. If somebody has an idea and they're like, hey, you know, I've been thinking about this. I've been, you know, this has been tugging at my heart or this is an idea that I have. You know, I appreciate that support. And like even I, I think about, you know, when we opened the doors to our business too and how I had to relearn, like I had to learn staffing industry and I, yeah. I didn't really know much about it. I you know, came from marketing and I came from like a healthcare company. Like yeah. I was trying to use what I had, you know, what knowledge I had. But then I, it was also like, okay, I have to learn this, but then have the confidence in myself to continue to progress and to believe in myself. So when you have somebody cheering you on, and maybe not everybody has that, yeah. it's it's much easier when you do have that support system and that cheerleader saying like, you know, don't give up, you can do this. Like, I, I would absolutely agree. Yeah. I, I mean, my partner has been incredible, and, and we are truly... Like, I, I always tell him, like, 50% of his career, he owes to me, and 50% of my <laughs> career, I owe to him. Because it's so true. It's it's just, we could not have done this uh, without each other's help. And and maybe with a different partner, you go a different direction. If you don't have a partner, you go in a different direction. But yep. um, but it's it's a challenge. It's yeah. really, really hard to balance all these things, and, and you are a much stronger unit if you're supporting each other. Yeah. And I think about the ebb and flow that you kind of mentioned. And, and even, I think, before the podcast, we were kind of talking about our kids' ages yeah. and how my work has changed, like, with their ages. Like, yeah. just, it, it it kind of, I don't know how to describe it, but it is that ebb and flow of um, that constant change. And it's like, okay, now my kids are in school, and now I can focus more on business and things I love to do and you know, but when they were babies, you know, I was yeah. barely. They like, needed you. I could barely take yeah. a shower. So. <laughs> I definitely recognize that. Yeah, and, and it was it was a while back, so I have a ten year old and a six year old. Yeah, um, and and it's true. Like when my my youngest daughter uh, turned five, there was a moment of relief. Uh, there was yep. like no more diapers, no more yes. uh, of those other things that you do. Uh, sleepless nights. That that was yeah. That that's gotten much better. Yep. Uh, and all of a sudden, I could be much more myself again. Which definitely. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. And it is such a journey. And I think, like, I, I always have a special place in my heart for the women that are kind of, you know, going through that whole, even the career change, right, of um, that crossroads of, like, I want to have a family. And, yeah. okay, here I am, and I'm having a baby. But yet, I also love to do these other things. Yeah. And I'm such a proponent of, like, you have to keep those passions alive. Yes. Even if it's a temporary, like, okay, I'm going to stay home for whatever amount of time is right for you, but don't give up on those other things. 100%. Don't lose that. Because that, that is what makes you you, and it, it's it's what's going to fulfill you, I think. Yeah, I, I, I would 100% agree with that, Amanda. It's, um, it's so, so critical that even in those times that you feel, oh, I could just drop it all, daycare costs more than, than my salary. Yes. Like, stay in. Yes. Um, because the moment you drop out of, of that cycle, it gets much, much harder to come back five years later. Yeah. Um, and if you do keep something going, 
sh- a shred of, of, of professional. And, and again, I stepped back myself at times yep. in my life. I took a 50% job. So it's not, yep. this, is, this is not a catastrophic thing to do. If you need no, it, you take not. it. Mm-hmm. But just don't completely disconnect and think that you come back five years later and, and everything is just going to be waiting for you. Because that's just not the case. Yeah, and you made me think of another thing too, which is asking mm-hmm. for help. Because yeah. I remember oh, that's so smart. when my daughter was like a, a baby, right? I think my son was in daycare or something. I, it's like all a blur now. But um, <laughs> things happen so fast. So I had asked my mom if she could like watch, you know, my baby for, yeah. you know, you know, it's her grandchild, so it's, you know, it's, it's easier for her. Um, but she watched her for, you know, a period of like, I don't know, maybe it was four hours. And I just remember like, being so tr- strategic with my time and trying to bang out as much as I could in that time block. Yes. But I learned, like, motherhood really taught me how to be efficient. That's it. It's like... Prioritize. Yes. 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 And, and even, like, with the whole shower thing, I remember, like, okay, the baby's sleeping. Now I have, yes. you know, X, you know, minutes to, like, jump in the shower. And, like, you, you learn those things and you adapt. A hundred percent. And it's, like, it's amazing to see, like, you know, like, I think before kids and I was, like, oh, like... I'm tired or, oh, like, I don't have a lot of time. Well, that even that even shortens and gets more challenging. Yes. But it's amazing how, like, we adapt. Yeah, totally. And we make women, it happen. Women are, are superpowers. Like, it's, really? it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. But you do, you do learn these things and you do become more efficient. And you learn to juggle, like, a million things. And in your head, you're doing a presentation. But in your head, you're, you're thinking about, like, the laundry or you're thinking yep. about, having to stop and do the groceries and you you just figure it out yeah um, you do and you get into you get into a flow yeah and you like and, and it's all about like st- like how you kind of structure your time how you yeah it's hard to describe and, and, <laughs> it's like, and you need the help you're you're, yes. you're so correct about that we've we've found our rhythm and it's and it's been wonderful but yep. you need the help and uh, and don't feel bad about asking for that help a hundred percent because I know I did. I remember when I was like, I I hate I hate cleaning. You know, yeah. it's, I I don't really like cooking either. To be honest <laughs> with you, I know it sounds terrible, but I I don't really like cleaning, and I I felt like I wanted, like it was my duty to do it all, and I wanted mm. to prove to everyone and myself that I could just do everything. And then I was just like, I am like, this is not. I, why why? Oh, I, I can spend an hour just on, on yeah. this topic, but I I feel like there are these three three elements. Yeah. There is going to be how you are as as a mother and, and a wife, so being to your partner, to your kids. Yep. There is how you are as a professional, and then there is how you take care of like, your house, and, and your children are always wearing the nicest clothes mm. and fresh meals three times a day, and these mm-hmm. are all really, really important things. Mm-hmm. I absolutely am not saying you these are not important. This is really, really important. Yeah. Um, but you have to. So what do you choose? Like you gotta choose two or three. You yeah. cannot do it all. And and I admittedly, like we shamelessly outsource a lot of a lot of the stuff that is around the house, that is around Definitely. taking taking care of groceries or yeah, Amazon Fresh works just as I fine as Amazon going Fresh. to the supermarket. <laughs> but we shamelessly outsource because yes. being a good mom and spending quality time with my kids is what matters versus Definitely. doing the dishes while being with my kids. And being uh, on a date night with my husband is really, really important to me because that's how we reconnect all the yes. time. And being a professional is really important to me. So very deliberate, very strategic yeah. about the choices that we make. 
I love that. And I love that you kind of put it into three buckets because it can be easy to forget one of those buckets sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or not, not forget, Parts, but maybe put but, it yeah. on the back burner. Or, you know, and, and like, like we were talking about too, it, it does change. Yes. It changes over time and it changes with what's going on. You may be really busy on a project that, you know, you need that extra help or whatever that is, but it's like being unapologetic about that situation like you were saying and just saying this is our life. You cannot compare your life to somebody else's life to that Instagram, you know, and and that's that's a whole other thing too is just like, oh, you see what's out there. You see these perfect clothes and these smiling kids and it's just, it's not reality. Yeah, And it's, you know, and you you have those moments and you can (laughs) try to, you know, enjoy those moments, but even like we'll try to get together and take a family photo and even that is like. Oh, that never works. A disaster. So, um, but I, I hope that provides a little bit of hope out there for, you know, the working moms and the, the you know, moms to be and, you know, the moms that, you know, are going to be using this device very soon and this technology. I and so. I really, really hope It's so. just very exciting and empowering and, yeah. I, I really, really yeah. appreciate This was really fun. It was really fun. <laughs> really great. Thank you so much. Um, we are doing an event coming up too. So if you are, anybody is interested, it's it's a recruiter social. So anybody that may be looking to grow their team or is a recruiter in a talent acquisition themselves want to join us. It's December 7th here in the Seaport Intercontinental Hotel um, from 4 to 6 on December 7th. So we'd love to see you there. And thanks so much for joining us. This was awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Pop off, queens.